Welcome to the New Normal Podcast that includes you and in our conversations about the scriptures and how we think about God. We are seekers of truth, askers of lots of questions, and wannabe scriptorians. We strive to demonstrate the joy of living the gospel of Jesus Christ through the study of the scriptures. So let's get started. Welcome back. Uh, war chapters. This is Alma chapter, where we at? Alma chapter 47, 46 and 47. Yeah. Um, this is a this is a very interesting story. I, I love this story. Whenever whenever students ask me about why are the war chapters there, I always will start with these particular chapters because what we have is um, is a scripture foil. Uh, a foil is a literary term that means that you get two very opposite viewpoints, black and white. You put them side by side, and what it's intended to do is to very strongly illustrate the differences between the two sides. The Alma 46 and 47 tells us about a man by the name of Amalekiah. Amalekiah is a bad guy, and he's going to be compared in the next couple of chapters with Captain Moroni, who is, as as Mormon said, if if all of us could have been, been like Moroni, even the very gates of hell would be shaken. So side by side, we're going to see this very clear illustration Amalekiah has a very simple design. He wants to be a king. And he uses, and he's very smart. He says he uses a lot of flattering words. Um, he is very dynamic. I would say he was probably a handsome man. He says he's large in stature. Um, and so he probably is able to attract. Dynamic. Dynamic is a good word for it. Super political. Oh, man. And he, he probably had his hair was probably just right. And he had he was probably rich. And so he had the best clothes. He had cool and, feathers. That's right. <laughs> the big giant jade medallion around his neck. Had a anyway. jaguar skull on his okay. head. That's right. <laughs> he was That's dynamic. two minutes of describing. <laughs> anyway, he's able to get a gathering. Because I don't think you can... I don't think you get on the ballot... Because his his desire to be king, it does get put before the the people. Yeah, they vote I don't on think it. you get on the ballot unless you've got a big following. Right. But the voice of the people come back and say, no, we don't want a king. We want to keep with uh, the judge the kind of the judge format. Well, he doesn't agree with the voice of people. He starts to raise an army, and before he can get them sufficiently organized, Moroni shows up, does his thing, and Amalekai has to flee. With a few of his followers, he flees to the land of the Lamanites. There among the Lamanites, he goes to the king. He gets them all riled up. Let's go to war. The king of the Lamanites, he's on board, but there's a problem. The Lamanite armies are so tired of getting beat by the yeah. Nephites. They, they just finished a war. They just finished a yeah, war, they and they're just... like, man, every time we go against the Nephites, they win. We don't want to do this. So they go and run and hide at the top of a mountain. Yeah. And the king, the king tells Amalekai, look... I'm going to make you my number two, which on the check, you know, he's got like this checklist of things he's going to accomplish. Become number two, check. Yep. And all you have to do is go get the armies, tell them to follow you, and we're good to go. Okay, so number two uh, over all of the Lamanites goes to the, goes to the, the mountain. There's a man uh, at the head of the Lamanites. His name is Lahontai. And he's at the top of the he's mountain. He's at the top of the mountain. Amalekai is down at the bottom of the mountain, but all the armies are with Lahontai. Right. So Amalekai sends a, a letter to Lahontai. Hey, I just want to talk to you. Come down from your mountain. Let's talk. Come, come down from your place of resort, your place of protection. The high ground, 
like it's a big deal. is a big deal, right. right? I've got the high ground. I'm going to win. Um, Lahontai is a military guy. He knows the strategy. I'm not coming down. Right. Malachi sends the letter three more times. Come down, come down, come down. Each time Lahontai says no. Finally, the last letter, Malachi says, fine. I'm going to come up so far. Just come a little bit down from your, from your high spot. And Lahontai agrees. Um, Malachi feeds him a lie. Says, Look, I just, I just want to be a part of you. Let me be your number two, check, and, and bring your armies down, and we can actually take the kingdom, and then we don't have to do anything that the king tells us. We can be in charge. Lahontai's on, on board with that, but what ends up happening is um, Amalekiah's servants begin to administer poison to Lahontai, and it says, uh, which verse is it? 18. Verse 18, by degrees. <clears throat> Meaning if he'd have just dumped all the poison in there, the Hontai probably tells the difference, spits it out. And like, right, right. Kills him just a little bit. A little right. bit at a time. Kills him a little bit at a time until finally he dies. Now Amalekiah, being number two, is now the head of the armies, goes and, and he eventually becomes the king of the Lamanites. So that's the story. I took five minutes to tell the story. <laughs> Two minutes describing Look, let's take that story, and in both of those characters, they at some point have were poisoned by degrees. In the case of Amalekiah, poisoned by degrees spiritually, to the point, point where he's going to murder. Right. Uh, everybody in our existence, our earthly experience, we have the, uh, well, not the opportunity, the risk of being poisoned by things that are surrounding us. Mm-hmm. First, we tolerate it, then we accept it, then we... Whatever the sin or struggle is, this poison by degree is a very relevant it's a topic. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the word tolerance, by the way, is very interesting. The etymology of the word tolerance is willingly yep. consuming it's poison. a poison. It's poison by degree. So that you can build up a tolerance to <laughs> that time. poison. Mm-hmm. Which is which in especially in spiritual terms is just not a thing. We do not build up a tolerance. What, what that means. When you have built up a tolerance to wickedness, you have become hard-hearted. Hard, hard hearted. That, that's the scriptural term for that. So, so we're going to talk about... And, and that looks like, well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Or It's rated R, but it's not that bad. So we're going to talk like old people. <laughs> we're going to have an old person we conversation. Old. Speak for yourself. Hey, when we can start saying... Back you know what's, my day. You know what's wrong with kids today? <laughs> No, but we do want to kind of let's see in our immense. If we were to add up our age, our 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 years, we're going to add up our age. No, if we were, oh, we have experience. We have hundred and seventy. We have years. lots of experience. So let's just kind of let's just point some of this poison by degree that's happening right now today. No, and it doesn't gonna, have to be too youth, but I was gonna those say, are we're, easy. We're going to talk to youth, but parents but who are listening. Else. We're all susceptible to this idea of poisoning by degrees. Right. This is not a youth problem. This is a people. This okay. is a mortality problem. Okay. I actually have a personal experience. Go. I uh, grew up in North Pole, Alaska, and most of my people that were surrounding me were not members of the church, hadn't made covenants with God. And they all drank, and we all had, there were parties and things that you could go to, drugs and alcohol constantly. And throughout the time, I just knew that I could say no. So I continued to say no. Well, a couple of years ago, we went back for our 20-year class reunion. That's where the old people, I get to make comments because <laughs> yeah, I've been graduated from high school 20 right. years. 
So um, <laughs> they're there. All of those same friends that had invited me to parties and had been drinking are still drinking. And they're so surprised that I still haven't started drinking. That degree over time for them hasn't changed. Their life is where it's at and so, my life. So because of that, what were they most surprised about you and your life? Because you hadn't come down off the mountain even a little bit, yeah. what were some of the parts of your life that was a stark difference to their life? Uh, that I'm happy. <laughs> that I'm married still. Yeah, to that you're married still. one person and not divorced because most of the, a lot right. of them had experienced that. How many of them have health, can have serious yeah, health, health things because um, of it? And... Yeah. And they're still in the same spot, same houses, same, no progress necessarily. Yeah, and their surprise is... Why haven't you still? That yeah. is, they just don't so understand. It kind of reminds me of a story that President Uchtdorf told in General Conference about an airplane, a, a very tragic airplane accident that happens in the when they in, when they were just in off. Antarctica. Yeah, they were just off what what one or two degrees, but but over the course of five hundred miles, if you're only off, if it's just one degree, five hundred miles later, you are you're many many off. miles off course, and because they did not catch that. Tragically, the plane crashed into the, into a mountainside. Right. So my family for family night, we did that. We we had this big park behind us. It was you know about 150 yards long, and we on, on the end of a toilet paper roll, we we put a piece of string, and then we just like centimeters, like just put another string, just really really close to it. But it was one degree difference. And I had my family go to the other side of the park, and I lined up my little toilet paper roll, and I put mom right in the middle of that one string. Mm. And then I had Baylan, my, my oldest daughter, okay, you're going to go to the next string that's just one degree off. And 150 yards away, she was like 10, 10 feet away from her mom. Mm. Right. And I so, said, okay, we're going to do another degree, and we put Annie. And then by the time we had all of them, there was this huge difference, the span yep. of... And so when we talk about being poisoned by degrees, it is... How far, if the path is straight and narrow, and we're just one degree Where we off, mm -hmm. so at the end of a lifetime, how far off the path do we end So up? what phrases do we hear often from youth and even from parents that is a just, just one degree off phrase? And uh, for example, when I hear a student say, well, it's not that bad, that, that's a phrase that tells me, okay, you're, you're just off center. But in a lifetime, just off center is going to take you in very different directions, right? Um, my example, so yours is that lifestyle and listening to, to friends. That There was a moment where that could have gone in different directions for you. So uh, social media is one that I think about a lot. Um, families make decisions to have certain rules in place or not to have certain rules in place. But it's a very, it's a seemingly small decision to open up um, a world of online content without any security and then hand that to a teenager. To be honest, adults aren't succeeding at this either. Mm -hmm. So uh, that may, having access to all that information does not seem like you're, it does not sound like you're doing anything wrong. Lahant, I didn't think coming down just a little bit would be wrong. He brought his guards even. But that was just enough for Satan. I, I can't believe how much, you know, pornography, I can believe how much pornography is a big deal. And we're allowing ourselves to walk around with computers in our pocket. Here's a, here's a poison by degree statement. You can always repent later. Yeah, there's another one. 
one one time won't hurt. That's a poison by degree statement. Um, yeah, it's not that bad as one. Um, my relative truth, you know, when we yeah, start talking it's about... it's true to me. It's true to me, or, <laughs> yeah, you may do that in your family, but, we, you know, it's just, this is not what we do, right? And but that's so, a good one, too. So what's, so what's the, what's, how do we overcome it? What, what's the, what's the safety? Where is the safe ground? See, I think, I think it's interesting that Lahontai is on the top of a mountain. I know that that's ta- that's proof texting this chapter a little bit because Lahontai is a Lamanite and we don't know what kind of guy he is, but having the high ground is a big deal. Um, we have high ground. We we call it holy ground. We call it staying in holy places. But whether that be at home, whether that be in a temple, we have a high ground. And any time we allow certain decisions to um, cause us to leave our our high ground, our holy place, um, that's that puts us in danger. That makes me think of what Elder Bednar just recently counseled. Instead of being so focused on the formula to receiving revelation, because part of the part of the sacramental covenant that we make is that we we do these things that we might always have the Spirit to be with us. Yeah, we should always be. He encourages us, instead of looking for the formula to receive revelation, we ought to be looking for things that we're doing that would cause the Spirit to withdraw. Mm-hmm. Any little thing whether it's contention in the home, whether it's a television show that we all enjoy, but because they have some questionable topics, if there's music that's got some lyrics that um, we, we ought to be looking at anything that would cause the spirit to withdraw and then have the courage to say, all right, well, I don't like the way I feel after I watch this or listen to this or do this or do that. Or if we just ask the Lord, what are some things I should be changing? Those ideas will pop into our heads that if we then we're, yeah. we're making those course corrections. I think also in the case of Amalekiah, he influenced him over a period of time. And what influences do we have in our lives over a period of time? So who in our life is influencing us one way or another? And surround ourselves by with people that are also on that straight path. This podcast expresses independent views of hosts and guests, which are our own and are not intended to reflect the official views or teachings of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.